Welcome to Live Vedanta, a podcast where we explore simple living and high thinking. Each week, we join Vivek Gupta as he offers insights on bringing the divine into the daily. Vivekji has experienced much of what the world has to offer, whether it is attending an elite business school or traveling to almost 50 countries. However, tired with the inconsistent and incomplete peace associated with these pursuits, he decided to turn his journey within. Over the last decade, Vivekji has shared his observations on the signs of independent joy with communities across North America and beyond. With this episode, we conclude our series on finding calmness in chaos, which takes up chapter 18 of the Srimad Bhagavad Gita. We dive into verse 4, learning about the aspects of our personality that allow us to be our best. Let's tune in. the fourth shloka also. Nishchayam shunu me tatra Tyage bharata sattama Tyago hi purusha vyagra Trivida samprav O Bharata Sattama, O best of the Bharatas. Bharata means the one who's filled with knowledge. Bharata Sattama. Nishchayam Shunu Me Tatra Tyaga. Listen, he's saying Shunu, listen to my final thought. This is my direction, my teaching on Tyaga. Tyaga hi Purusha Vyagra is describing him as the um, tiger, the greatest of people. Tyaga is of Trividaha, of three different sentiments, directions. Samprakirtitaha, this has been described like this. Prince Arjuna wants to know the difference between sannyasa and tyaga because he wants to know what to do. Bhagavan Krishna says sannyasa, independent joy is the ends. Tyaga, letting go of dependent joy is the means. And in this fourth shloka, he says, now you start to practice tyaga. Let go of these dependent joys. How to do this depends on you how to evolve. There's three different strategies towards evolution. And whenever you hear this word three, what should you be thinking about? The gunas. From a Shastra's perspective, Brahman, or infinitude, through Maya, becomes the Srishti. What was over here? Brahman. In the middle, Maya, over here, Srishti. We're part of Srishti, correct? Maya materializes Brahman and presents this as Srishti. So now I've introduced the word materializes. 
And that which is material has certain qualities. Just like in engineering, um, different types of cement, those materials have different qualities, correct? Fibers, you have a copper wire, you have a plastic wire, you have a metal wire, the heat um, retention is different. Those materials have different qualities. So that which is joyous materializes as that which is dependently joyous. And these materials have different characteristics. In Sanskrit, we call these characteristics as gunas. The most dependently joyous characteristic is called tamas. And tamas is a sense of laziness. Some people find happiness in being lazy, correct? I know people who pride themselves in waking up later and later and later on Saturdays and Sundays. Like someone will say, I got up at 9 a.m. I got up at 12 p.m. I got up at 8 p.m. <laughs> right? That pride in laziness, or other people take pride in, maybe in universities, of how long they'll go without bathing. <laughs> right? I'm saving water. <laughs> so very dependently joyous. Tamas, laziness. Less dependently joyous is rajas. This is the sense of aggressiveness. Aggressiveness. When someone is aggressive, what did they start to do? Compete. Compete with who? First the person across from them, then the person behind them, then everyone, isn't it? Aggressiveness. It's almost like Ravana was competing against Vibhishana because Vibhishana had little outside but had the most inside. Two weeks from now, I'm speaking at Amazon and the title of my talk is Competition, Criticism, and Contentment. Amazon, like most corporations, is highly competitive. And with a highly competitive environment comes criticism. And it may not be over like you did this wrong, but it's simply you didn't get this project. That's criticism also. How to be content. How not to depend on such and such uh, praise or pay. An aggressive person is competing against everyone but themselves. Can you win competing against everyone? But we do it. We try to do it. And the third and the most independently joyous is sattva. And this is calmness. Calmness. Calmness is where you find joy in being more large-hearted, in being the bigger person. Even when you're right, you still say, I'm sorry. You find a calmness in that rather than saying, I told you so. Teaching with your eyes, remember? <laughs> you just close your eyes and say, I'm sorry. Calmness. And if you're following along, we're saying finding calmness in chaos. Tamas is chaos. Sattva is calmness. 
Tiaga is letting go, and this will be the focus tomorrow. Tiaga is letting go of that tamas, then rajas, and even sattva. Even that has to be let go of at a samaj level, samaj level. When our son Vyasa is pulling my hair, he's a very smart boy in the sense he, you know, my face is there, my clothes are there, but he'll go straight for my hair. My ear is there too, pull on my ear, but he'll put his hand to the back of my head to find that hair. And if he's holding my hair very hard and he won't let go, what do we have to do? I pull his hair then. <laughs> we find something more bright or noisy to give to him in his other hand, correct? So as soon as he holds on to this, then he lets go of this boring, inert entity. Bhagavan Krishna is saying tyaga. Tyaga here, we keep saying letting go, but you can only let go if you are holding on. At a samaj level, hold on to evolution, you will let go of complacency. Tamas is, I am who I am. You've said that before to other people. All of you have heard, wisdom comes with, comes with what? Age, right? What kind of people say that? Old people. It's on their business card. Wisdom comes with age. <laughs> and so their strategy is, I am who I am. But wisdom doesn't come with age. Wisdom comes with reflection. Because if I made a mistake today and don't reflect on it, tomorrow I'm going to make the same mistake, but it's not called a mistake. It's called a choice. First time a mistake, second time a choice. So the idea of us holding on to rajas or me being more aggressive, at least I'm coming out of my complacency, at least I'm loosening those heart, those knots. Then if I hold on to sattva, I have to let go of rajas. And I keep saying upwards, when we use the word higher in Vedanta, we also mean deeper. Okay, they're the same idea. Here is your sutra. B is the first word, B-E. The last word is best. What's in the middle? Your best, correct. Be your best. If you try to be the best, that means we're trying to be enlightened, but maybe I'm not ready for that. And maybe I'm not ready for that is me politely saying we're not ready for that. Be your best. If you're rajasic, if you're an aggressive person, you have to admit to that to grow out of it, correct? Suppose I go to a physician and suppose I have back pain and they say, you know, um, why are you here? And I said, I just wanted to see your smiling face. And they're like, perfect, I get to bill you now and <laughs> I don't have to do anything. But if I tell them, you know, my back hurts or I've, you know, I have a cavity or whatever is wrong with me, my admission helps me to find a cure, correct? To grow out of that poor health. But if I don't admit that I'm dependently joyous in a tamasic way or rajasic way or some sort of combination, I will never hold on to that which is higher. Be your best. 
And the final thought on this is, you see, being the best, only one person can be the best. Like Usain Bolt as an example. He will be the best until the next runner comes. But the beauty of athletics is not the person who wins the gold. The beauty is the PBs. What does PB stand for? Personal best. That's not a zero-sum game. We can all have our personal bests, isn't it? And that is literally the best we can be. That's amazing. To be able to be the best I can be, I cannot be better. Why would I expect or worry about what I can't be? Isn't it? Be your best. <laughs> to review and to complete, in Shloka 1, Prince Arjuna asks Bhagavan to teach him in a comprehensive way what is sannyasa, what is tyaga. In Shloka 2, Bhagavan Krishna says, sannyasa is letting go of doership. No more ego. Since there's no more ego, there's only independent joy. And tyaga is letting go of deservership. You're freeing yourself on being extrovert, being dependent. So this is the path, this is the, the destination, the goal. In Shloka 3, Bhagavan Krishna brings in a different perspective. He introduces someone who does not have to engage in karma. And he's saying the only one who doesn't have to engage in karma is the one who has nothing to get from the world. But you admit where you are, you're still getting from the world, correct? So you still have to engage and engage in such a way that you want change, that you practice change, that you are dedicated to change. To get to that point where nothing to gain, nothing to lose. Fearless rather than fearful. And in the fourth sutra, Bhagavan says, to evolve, there are comprehensive ways that you should follow to evolve. There are not just random ways or um, surface ways, there are comprehensive ways. And the rest of the chapter focuses on that. If you go to someone's home who just returned from a vacation, they just came from Bharat after a month, what don't they have in their home? Groceries. And if you go over there for groceries, what's going to happen? Nothing. You wasted your time being there, correct? But if you go to someone's home who has hosted an Acharya for four days, and all that happens, <laughs> I make it sound so bad, you know, that all we do is eat. <laughs> but there's a lot of food that's brought to their home. Fruits, let's just focus on fruits, right? You have a fruit market <laughs> at your home, and you go over there for fruits, right? You'll get lots. You can only share what you have, isn't it? If you came to me to learn Cantonese, I don't know Cantonese, I can't share that. But if you say, share your experience um, traveling to, to Thailand, well, then I can share my experience on that. Finding calmness in chaos. Someone who is um, sharing what they have 
they are someone who has first found that calmness within themselves. Only if you are calm can you share that calmness. But if you're not calm, you can't share that calmness, correct? Our typical strategy is to find calmness in the chaos, but the chaos is the chaos. But when I start to realize I can only share what I have, then I start to focus on who am I, what I am. So I find that calmness and then instead of saying, you know, this is happening there and this is happening there, I'm doing my part. I'm part of the solution, not part of the problem then. So think. You can only share what you have, so what are you? What you are is what you can, is what you have, what you can share. And if I'm a very small person, then I don't have a lot, and I can't be um, deeper than my environment. I cannot free myself of my environment. We are focusing on who we are, what we, are and how we can share this. If you enjoyed what you heard or you want to learn more, share this episode with a friend or find us online at medium.com slash Vichara Gurugula. For those on the journey of self-development, Vichara Gurugula is a community forum that provides an opportunity to listen, reflect, and contemplate. This podcast is produced by the Young Adults of Chinmaya Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. Until next time, inspire, love, be.